Welcome to this week's Humor in Mistakes with me, McNeil. It is December 10th. It is a Monday. And uh, to give you all an update, last week I told you that I was going to be doing some fasting. That didn't work out. A couple hours after I told you I was going to do that, I made myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh, fasting is not going to ha- be how I learn discipline, y'all. It's, it's not my thing. Um... I hope that the man upstairs never asked me to fast for him because that is like my limit. Like, uh, I love you, God. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Holy Ghost. But I'm not missing a meal for y'all. That ain't going to happen. One thing I realized I need to do is I need to start writing this down and thinking about what I'm going to say before I start talking. Because the way it works is I just pick up a mic and I record the intro and I hope y'all like it. But I need to get my thoughts together. Oh, damn, what else happened this week? Oh, 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 I uh, I sprained my ankle getting off stage at an audition. Like I was in front of the owner of the club, the other people that were auditioning, and I took a step down and my ankle just said, fuck you. And I like ate it and everyone's like, oh my God, are you okay? Are you okay? And it was like nothing but searing pain. But I realized about something about myself that I still haven't grown up. Uh, How injured I am depends on how hot the girl is asking. Because there was this beautiful girl in the audition process and she was asking me if I was okay. And I had to stay off my ankle for a couple of days. But for the the remainder of the hour of the audition, I was okay. Like to try to impress her. I started doing jumping jacks, jumping up and down. I even did like a cartwheel just to try to prove to her I was fine. So like, I think I need to be glad I don't play a professional sport. Like I used to be mad at the fact that I don't, but like I could just see myself tearing my ACL and then like being in searing pain and look over and be like, oh my God, are the cheerleaders watching? And I get back up and just finish the game. I don't know if you can play with the ACL, but I would try. Um, but yeah, so that's how that happened And I had to stay off my ankle It's fine now Now this next interview, y'all This is just a pop-up interview I was taking a friend of mine To the bus stop uh, She was on a trip And we were just sitting in the parking lot Waiting for the bus to come And we just said, hey, let's record a podcast And I'm just trying to start recording people whenever wherever i'm always down to do an episode so we recorded it the sound quality may not be great but it's a good episode y'all should check it out uh i think her name is uh regina in there is that i think that's the name we went with but enjoy the episode i hope y'all learned something random podcast time i'm sitting in the parking lot please introduce yourself my name is rochelle is that what we're doing you're giving fake names, I'm giving fake names. you're giving pseudo names 
I don't even know where I came up with Rochelle. I, I, I have I no should, clue. Like, I should just name myself like Regina or something awesome. <laughs> this, this is Regina. <laughs> so y'all, I'm sitting in the parking lot of the Shell gas station waiting on a bus. Staring at my work that I hate so much. Yes. <laughs> I am here with the girl I've been on how many dates at this point? I think like seven dates. S seven dates. I don't have no idea. And on the first date, we talked about doing a podcast for our second date. It never happened. <laughs> first mistake. <laughs> first mistake. But we're sitting here. The bus is late. She's pissed. Oh, I'm cranky pissed. Uh, like, it's two in the morning right now. Here's how you can see our different dynamic. Uh, the bus is two and a half hours late, and I'm like, I'm sometimes late all the time, so I'm like, oh, it'll be here when it gets here, and she's pissed. I'm falling asleep, and I'm afraid I'm going to miss it. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. The bus should have been here at midnight. I've suggested... This is my first time taking this bus. I had expectations. <laughs> I've suggested <laughs> napping in shifts until the bus gets here. No, I have too much anxiety. <laughs> so, tell tell them who you are. Who are you? I am... And you gave them a fake name, by the way. I know. She's afraid what her job might hear. What can I tell them? I mean, well, tell them who you are. Like, wh where you grew up, what do you do now? You, you save lives, which I'm not allowed to mention. By the way, we're just going to cut there. I'm not allowed to mention that she saves lives. How about this? I'm going to tell y'all something. We're on our first date. We're, We're going to talk about this right now. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. We're on our first date. I'm looking great. She walks in. She's looking great. She sits down beside me. We order our drinks. It's time for our first words to say to each other. No, we already said our first words. We We're said like, hello. Hey. Hello. I greet her with the hug. You know that. You got to greet him with the hug. Let them smell the cologne. And that awkward hug where, like, you don't know, like, how much to squeeze. Oh, I go in. I make sure there's no church gap. Uh, so we sit down, and the first thing I say to her, because I know she's a nurse, is how does it feel to save lives? Perfectly good question. Oh, it's such a loaded question when you work in healthcare. What did you say to me? <laughs> I said that. No, you didn't. That's a loaded question. No, you I didn't. Said. You said I hate that question. Oh, that's right. I did say that. I hate that question. And I explained why, and then you understood after that. I did, but saying I hate that question, <laughs> it was like a punch to the face. And I was like, all right, I got to bounce back on our date. Did I, I think I saw like the bartender from like my peripheral vision. Oh, oh he made a face. Or something. <laughs> he made a face. He was like, this dude is done. He he counted me out, guys. He made a face like this dude is done. When a girl says, I hate that question as the first sentence out of her mouth on the date, most people would be done. Did I bounce back? You bounced back. I bounced, I bounced back. <laughs> it it was I was like okay. It's hard to bounce back from that though. That's props. Oh, it was hard. <laughs> the thing is, once you insulted me, I was you like had nothing to lose. I had nothing to lose at that point. I was like, I'm swinging for the fences <laughs> with every sentence, every <sighs> sentence. But 
Introduce yourself. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, I work in healthcare, and I moved down to North Carolina from Virginia, and that's my big mistake. Really? Yeah. You're just going to lead off like... <laughs> like I, I know you haven't listened to an episode. We try, we try, we. I, you hear me bash North Carolina all the you time. You be talking mad shit, and I, I gotta. Just, I really hate my job. I moved down here for a job that I really hate, and I think it's just ruined everything. Everything. We'll talk about it. That's your mistake. Let's talk about it. Uh, what do you want to know? What made you move here in the first place? Well, I applied to a very prestigious um, position at a prestigious healthcare system. You and care about the accolades. I, what looked like great benefits at the time, which now I ended up being very naive. I thought they were good benefits, and now I see that they're industry standards now that I'm reapplying elsewhere. So you ain't special? No. They made me feel so special, and I'm not. I'm just a dirty whore. <laughs> I'm just hey, I'm a dirty, cool with dirty that. whore. I just wanted a job. <laughs> I'm cool with you being a dirty, dirty whore. I was willing whore. to take whatever I could get, and I thought I got hit the jackpot, and I realized now that I didn't. <laughs> I'm cool with all those sentences you just said. <laughs> Every single one of them. <laughs> so, so what don't you like about your job? Uh, just everything. The work culture just sucks. Like, and it's not just where, like, my specific department. It's the entire health system just has this work culture that just, it's stinky. <laughs> so what you going to do to change it? I've already tried to go against the grain. It doesn't work very well when you're just starting out in a new career. So. So you don't want to. You don't want. You don't want to push. Go against the waves. I'm done trying. I put I, all my effort into it, and I've decided that I'd rather have a job than not have a job. And I'm still sticking to my principles and like being like a good person and everything but at the same time like I've just learned that I can't I have to really pick my battles and mostly not pick any battles at all <laughs> so yeah that is such an adult thing to learn picking your battles <laughs> it's so true I thought at 29 years old I'd be done you know like with adult lessons like that but no <laughs> oh no I learned I used to always be ready for war like Verbally, I was always ready. And I'm not like that, but like, I do feel very passionately about what I do, but, and I want to like change the world, but I see that this is not the place to do it. You can change the world. There are some, there, I know other healthcare systems where they're very open to change and input and stuff, but this is just not one of them. So, yep. (laughs) <laughs> One perspective I think is always not listened to is a new person coming in, right? Because yeah. that's how I felt at my company, too, coming in. Who's this shithead? Huh? Like, that's what they're thinking? Is that where you're leading up to? Well, like? yeah. Like, because I come in, I'm like, yo, the way we train people, I didn't learn shit. Like, I I, I went through our training program and then was uh-huh. like, and then I started learning my job. And then about a year and I was like, yo, you know our training doesn't work at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not whatsoever. And it's like, you don't know what you're talking about. You just got here. I'm like, 
Uh, that's exactly why I know it don't work. Because I have an outside perspective, and you should probably value that input. Yeah. yeah. If only the world worked that way, right? You are right. Oh, God. I feel like that breeds people who only are there for paychecks. They like you to conform to the system, and it's kind of like the you know the rest of the world, where like people like you to be in your little lane and they don't want you to get out of your lane and fuck it all up for all of the people of the big people because they don't want the little people moving up in life basically well yeah and i think this world doesn't want you to be weird so i think this is very true and i'm very weird oh you weird as hell i know but so are you so hold up now (laughs) hold up now now i'm weird we're both weird. I think that's why we're still hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> you called me goofy earlier. I did. You called me goofy. What else did you say? I'm just... You're I'm, goofy. You're cheesy. You listen, just, you just, you just insult me. Listen, Linda, I'm from Philadelphia. Which is not a good place, but continue. I am very... Y'all almost kicked out the Fresh Prince. Like, let's just be honest. What? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, y'all almost kicked out the Fresh Prince. No. Y'all, mo- he went to Bel Air. But that was Auntie. He went to Bel Air. He was in Philly, and he made the choice to go to Bel Air. He didn't make the choice. Auntie made him. Y'all kicked out the great Will Smith. Like Auntie should have seen his potential and been like, "Hey, let's let's stay here. Stay here. Let me work with you." You sent him to the rich folks. You sent him to Bel Air. Are y'all even allowed to claim Will Smith? I watched the whole TV show. You love to hang on this, don't you? I do. I'm saying. Listen, Linda, we still got Meek Mill. We still got... Fuck, I forgot his name again. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm not going to give it to you. If you can't name a person from Philly that does comedy... A comedian! (laughs) I'm not going to tell you. Oh, my God. Kevin Hart! (laughs) Bitch. You know how many North Carolina greats we have? J. Cole. J. Cole. Michael Jordan. The whole ACC. Michael Jordan's from North Carolina? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. He's from Wilmington. As a matter of fact, he's from Wilmington. Isn't Shaq from Philadelphia? Kobe is. We got Kobe. Oh. (laughs) Don't talk about my favorite basketball player. Oh, I just hit you in the nuts. <laughs> oh, you did. You hit me in the nuts verbally. Yeah. But I there's would. only there's one thing I, I didn't even to... know he was your favorite basketball player, but I love how that turned out. <laughs> he's the, he's he's the greatest of all time. But he is. He's he's pretty damn good. And he speaks Spanish. He speaks a lot of languages. And Italian fluently. He speaks a lot of languages. I'm very impressed. He definitely by his didn't learn that Spanish. in Philly. Um, now, mm. just to make a little comparison. You you go to Chile sometimes, right? Sometimes, yes. How you get there? An airplane. That's Thank on you. time. <laughs> you get there with the airplane. You know who invented airplanes? Who gives a shit? He's dead. Wilbur <laughs> and the other Wright brother. The Wright brothers <laughs> invented planes. Every time you get on a plane, you saying, hey, North Carolina, you better than Philly. I'm sure there are other things that we invented. Like what? Cheese steaks? Okay. Well, I mean, we did write 
the American Constitution in Philadelphia. So fuck you. That needs to be updated. That really needs to be updated. (laughs) (laughs) But no politics. So tell me, oh, we broke that rule on our first date. That, that oh, was, we broke so many rules. That's why I told you I was swinging for the fences. You know. I was, I was like, I'm, I'm talking about politics, I'm talking about religion, I'm talking about sex. Like, I'm talking about everything on our first date because We had she, sex on our first date. You just gonna tell the people that? Uh, that's why I'm not using my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'm telling you, if a girl verbal... We're not telling you what happened. Uh, We're not going to go into details, but... If a girl verbally slaps you in the face, swing for the fences. <laughs> swing for the fences because you have nothing else to lose. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> I was like, all right, it's crunch time. She just told me my question is stupid. So tell me this. You don't like where you're at right now, right? Yeah. What you going to do to change it? elsewhere when? and also after I get my um, I'm gonna take get some certifications before I start reapplying elsewhere so that I'm a really strong candidate when I do it one thing that you told me is that you were you this is your not your second career kind of right mm-hmm. so like you were a biology major you were trying to work with sharks. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that's attention to detail. You Yo. see that? That is attention to detail. Um, <clears throat> I'm saying. Uh, so. Not to toot my own horn. I'm not toot my own horn. Uh, so, and then you had to switch careers because you weren't moving how you wanted to because mm-hmm. you were a scientist at first. Yeah. So tell me about that process. Like, when did you realize? That you, it wasn't going your way, and when did you make the decision to make a change? I wasn't making any money, like any money. What were you doing? Tell them what you were doing. I was, I had finished a research project, and we were trying to get it published. And my mentor sucked, and um. What were you? What was your role? Hmm. What was your role? My role? Yeah. I was one of the researchers. Okay. Yeah, like I helped write the study. I didn't know if there was like an official name or you were just the researcher. And we were trying to get published and um, yeah, like it was me and this other girl whose name I will not name for her own sake. And because you're anonymous. That does look like the cop. I should be more nervous than you. I should be more nervous than you. Anyway, we're in our car doing a podcast at the bus stop. We're just parked in a gas station that isn't even open anymore. (laughs) Um, What were we talking about? We were talking about how you were a researcher. Right. So I was trying to get published at the same time I was looking for other jobs that was like over, basically, even though like we were still working on getting published and everything like um, so new grads both me and my partner and we just kept like everything when you get out of college is like not paid like they want you to do all these internships but they don't want to pay you for it but just I was reading about that and it's pretty illegal what people do with internships but 
you know, like, new grads don't know anything about life yet, so they take advantage of that. It's basically slavery. And, but anyway. You are really nervous about that, those lights, aren't you? They went away. Listen, okay. I could get shot. I know you could. So I'm just, I'm always careful, you know? Always. Especially with the last one. Cause I have a I have a mouth on me. That's the thing. So I gotta I'm gonna have to say something smart. I feel like I don't know. I feel like anyone in that situation would freeze up. I don't know. I said some pretty dumb things. I would freeze up. And you know, it, there's if never I was been a like black man in America. <laughs> there's never been I'm like not. a gun involved. But like I've been on the phone with an executive and been like, I probably shouldn't say this to this person. And then said it anyway and got in trouble later on. Yeah. It's just my, my mouth has always gotten me into trouble. Really? And so, like, being in front of a cop who's only who's disrespecting me because I'm black sounds like NBA Finals Game 7, where I had to think of the smartest thing to say, and then I'd probably end up with a bullet. I wonder what it must feel like to be a black cop in America. I think there's some good ones out there. But uh, did you ever watch the movie? Um, what was that movie? Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, Detroit? Nah. Uh, don't watch it. It's really painful to watch. It's really painful. Like, I couldn't finish it. Like, I got almost all the way through and I couldn't finish it. Challenge accepted. Oh my god, it's painful to watch. Really? Yeah. But. Anyway, it made me start thinking about, like, what it must mean to be a black cop in America. Like, that can't be a good position. Because, like, this this cop in the, in this movie was, like, your typical, like, Uncle Tom's Cabin. Really? Type. Like, very conforming. Very much, like, just puts his head down and just does whatever everyone else is doing. Whatever the white cops are doing and just pretends like that this is justice you know just to like keep going like keep moving on in life you know instead of standing up for you know people who look like him sometimes i don't get upset with people for not standing up like some people have to feed their families and if they can turn a blind eye to things because they have to feed their families or you never know what someone's position is is like Oh no! When I was I was an accounting major, and when we study ethics, and a lot of those people weren't terrible people. They had families to feed. Some of them may have had a sick kid at home, yeah. and it's tough. It's tough. It's never easy. It's never easy, you know, because who's really the selfish one, right? Yeah. Let's say you got a sick kid at home who depends on the health insurance from your job. And your boss asks you to do something, not even that illegal, maybe fudge some numbers, and you probably will never get caught, because for every person that gets caught, it's probably someone that doesn't. I'm not going to say you're a terrible person, because yeah. you're like, I'm not going to lose my health insurance. Right. Now, you should go apply for jobs afterwards and go get yourself another job, but I'm not going to say you're a terrible person, because of that. something I think about sometimes. Yeah. What were we talking about before we got on tangent number three? Where was we not? Um, you were you were a researcher. 
you were realizing you weren't going to make no money. It was modern day slavery. I'm really, I have like really bad memory when it comes to what we were talking about. I'd ask you what made you change and, and decide you need to make a change to switch to nursing. Right. Because you're an original researcher. They, what? I said healthcare worker. They don't know your name, though. I know, but, like, there's just too many things that make that make me stand out that we're talk, saying here. How many people are going to know that it is you? The people who know me? <laughs> well, they're not going to listen to the podcast. Probably not. What if your pop podcast really takes off and ends up, like, on, like, the top? podcast on spotify or something well, it's going to do that number one number two exactly <laughs> number two by then you have switched careers i mean not careers but you'll switch hospitals or yeah that's true you so got it i want to use my references what do you mean go ahead yeah no i don't think any nurses are gonna listen to your podcast first of all they may because i was a cna and i have an expertise uh, <laughs> you worked in a nursing home. Bitch, I was, please. <laughs> I was a CNA 10 years ago. And, <laughs> I didn't realize uh, it was that far ago. Long ago. It was when I was 18. I'm 29. That long ago. Not far long ago. Yeah. I'm coming, I'm, uh, I wouldn't say I'm a healthcare expert, but this I could consult. Bus, dude. Like, it's so late. It's so late. Maybe he just took a nap. He was tired. I think that's what happened. The douchebag just like turned the bus off, and everyone on it was probably like, well, "Dude, what the fuck?" And <laughs> <laughs> and he still like decided he was gonna take a fucking nap, and no one said anything because that's America for you. No one says anything about anything. We're not gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours and forty minutes late. That's crazy. That's I'm late sometimes, but that's ridiculous. This isn't even fashionably late. This is like. Are they all dead? Late, like. <laughs> what is the line of fashionably late? Because I think fashionably late is. Fashionably late can be like. Fifteen minutes. Tops an hour. You can be an hour late and be fashionably late. I hate to do this because I'm a feminist, but I'm a girl. You can be an hour late. <laughs> what? You can make your boyfriend sit there for an hour. Oh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would never do that, but if I really wanted to be an asshole, I could. Like, if you were mad, you'd just be an but hour? But anything beyond an hour, like, a strict, like, if we're giving it a time, anything beyond an hour is no longer fashionably late. It's like, did they get into a car accident and we just haven't heard because they're all both unconscious or something? Like, okay. <laughs> you know, like... Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. So, what made you switch, though? What made you gather up the courage to switch? Because you told me you used to doubt yourself a lot, too. Honestly, I was like... Well, either I keep not making working for free, and basically, and I felt like I was giving like a lot of credit away to like people who were getting paid. <laughs> they were like taking my work and putting their name on it. The professors. Yeah, professors, scientists, all sorts. Of that I worked for. Oh, professor's a chill job. And sometimes. I think that I was just not getting in my foot in the door on what I actually, the area, the field I wanted to get into. I was like studying frogs and toads, you know, <laughs> like I wanted to be studying sharks, you know, like, and rays and skates and stuff, like, 
cartilaginous fish. Elasmobranchs. Every now and then you use these big ass words. <laughs> and I'll be like, I just have to smile. I'm like, I know what the fuck she's talking about. <laughs> of Olorenzini. All those things. Every single one of them. You know them. what that is, right? Of course. It's a type of aquaticness. It's the sixth sense that sharks have that other species don't have. The their ability to sense electricity. That's because of an organ called the ampullae of Lorenzini. And you're right. I knew that. I was about to ampulla. I don't know how you actually. I was going to explain that to you. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say like I know about biology, but I've taken a couple classes. Like bio 101 and bio 102. Let's talk about that. (laughs) Let's not do that. All right, we have to do this now. Tell them. So, um, when I originally met, what was your fake name? What was your pseudo name? Is it Regina? Or when I originally it... met Regina, there was a little animosity. Um, because when I first went to college, I was going to be a doctor, y'all. It you was, were never going to be a doctor. It first was of all, you, the should, cards for you. you should not be doubting 18-year-old McNeil's <laughs> dreams. That is that is disgusting. <laughs> that is terrible for you to doubt his dreams. Um, but And I took chemistry and did well. Then they started trying to make me take biology courses, mm-hmm. which is apparently something you need to know to be a doctor. Because, uh, <laughs> you know. First of all, if... If they could have predicted what was required to be a doctor now, I think I could have been a doctor. Because there's so much Google that I really don't need to know all the information. Second of all, there's something that's called bedside manner. And I've met so many doctors that don't have bedside manner that I think I I should have gotten a little extra credit because my bedside manner would be impeccable. So if you got good bedside listen, manner, maybe you don't need to listen, know as much Linda, shit. If there's one thing I've learned, is my pseudo name Linda? Med school is a place where they brainwash you to, to become a fucking asshole, is and my... only a few come out not being assholes. I've is... watched people go through it, and they, I would have, and then now I would work with them, and I am just like astonished because they were completely different people before. Didn't I tell you I used to be an asshole? I would have fit in. Well, the opposite happened with a lot of those kids. <laughs> <laughs> I would have fit right in. Is my pseudo name Linda? No, it's just Linda whenever I have to be like, you have to take what I say seriously right now. Is that like your thing, listen, Linda? <laughs> listen, Linda. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I say that all the time. Can I steal that? No. What? Why not? Because. I would love to be like, listen, Linda. Because I'll turn it on its head on you. You don't want me to turn it on its head. I'm going to be like, I'm not Linda! <laughs> or something. Oh, God. Is that I'm gonna the start. bus? It is not the bus. Fuck. That's not. Okay. It is not the bus. That's that a was a transfer truck. I'm going to say, like, if they just, like, drove past, I'm going to fucking hunt them down now. Nah, nah. There's enough people in this parking lot. We would all get out and chase them. <laughs> oh, with pitchforks and torches. So gathering up the courage, you did it, you finally decided you were going to make some money, and then you went to whatever school you went to to be trained, even though the people know you went to nursing school. So how was that? Like, were you nervous? Were you scared about switching things up? Well, first I wanted to become a PA, 
Okay. Because I just wanted to go straight for the money. And, like, I didn't want to go back for another bachelor's. I wanted to move forward, okay. so to speak. So first I started applying for PA school. And then I realized that that's, like, a dead end. And so I was like, well... Maybe I want to be a nurse practitioner instead because there's so many more options and stuff. And then I can go back to school again and I can do whatever the fuck I want. Is and that your like, internal voice? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's my internal conscience. Okay. <laughs> um, and so it just kind of happened organically. I, Well, first, like, I <laughs> get this. I was making more money becoming a nurse assistant than I was in my bachelor degree profession job like what yeah I was like making like when I finally got a job that I was like able to get pay I was making ten dollars so you were doing a CNA yeah so I like started applying like exploring other options for a job because I needed to be able to afford rent and stuff because I didn't want to move back in with my parents and I um got a job at the hospital that my then boyfriend worked at because he was a nurse and he suggested I apply and I did and I got a position as a nurse assistant I worked there and I kind of liked it which is like the whole reason I decided to go into healthcare and rethink my career path so there's your answer I like that answer. And so I started as a PA, like I said, and then like I decided nurse practitioner was probably a better idea for career growth. And I get really bored really quickly. Once like I've gotten comfortable, I get bored and I need to move on and do something else. Just like my ADD brain, you know, you can I really. Get, I definitely relate. Um, About four months, so everything I, gonna switch yeah. up for me because. And there, and. Nursing is just such a like a versatile career path. It's you can do so many things. You can you don't even have to work with patients if you don't want to. You can consult for like you know, a company who wants to create a new app or something. Or bus The bus is here. This to is be the, continued. To be continued part one. Give them your pseudo name. Regina this was McNeil on Humor and Mistakes. The bus is here. We're out, y'all. Where the fuck were you?